everybody. It's nice to see everybody here all together in one service. Let's get this party started. Let's stand and worship together. Sorrows, there is an ocean deeper than fear. 
Thank you. You can be seated. We're excited this morning, aren't we? This is awesome that you guys came today. Did anybody come at 9 o'clock and find the uh, parking lot kind of empty? No? Come on over here. Look there. Hi, P. There's Quinn. Oh, look. I think oh, if you have goodness. seats beside of you, you might want to point it out because people are waiting for seats. Anybody got seats? Just hang a hand up. Have you got seats near you? They're working on the chairs. So anyway, we're glad you're here today. One of the great privileges that we have is to dedicate babies. And really what we're doing is dedicating families to the Lord. But really it's the family's responsibility, the parent responsibility. And I'm out of breath. <laughs> I ran 10 miles this morning and uh, I just got here. <laughs> Anyway, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 19, then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. And uh, we're not Jesus, but we're going to do the same today. We're going to place hands on uh, your child and pray for them and dedicate them to the Lord. But you know, the disciples rebuked them. Uh, and he said, Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. So parents, I say to you today, on behalf of Gay and I and on behalf of Salem Fields Community Church, in presenting this child for dedication, you signify not only your faith in Christ, but also your desire that your child may early know and follow the will of God, that they may live and die a Christian and come under everlasting blessedness. Now, for that to happen, uh, it will be your duty as parents uh, to teach them, him, him or her, early the fear of the Lord. And that's exactly what you're doing today. You're now started your children on that journey to know, that, know the Lord early. Uh, it's your responsibility to watch over uh, your children, that they not be led astray. It's uh, our responsibility as parents that we uh, teach our children about the Bible and um, and that, uh, that we teach them the importance of church and being together with other believers. And also, you know this, is to protect your children from uh, evil associates or things evil in their life, and as much as lies in you to bring them up, him or her, in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So I ask all of you parents, all the way down to the end, uh, will you endeavor, by the help of God, to do what I have just asked you to do? Oh, wow, absolutely, people shaking their head, isn't that something? Man, uh, these children are blessed to have parents that are so willing to see that their child. So I now ask you, the congregation, will you commit yourself as the body of Christ here at Salem Fields to support and encourage these parents as they endeavor to fulfill their responsibilities to raise these children to know Jesus? If so, say a hearty, we will. Absolutely, we will. <laughs> Yes. And so, how about families? We have families that are represented here, parents, I mean, grandparents, friends. You want to stand? We just want to recognize you as well. And we want you just to stay standing. If you're here today uh, because you were invited uh, or you're a family, <clears throat> we want to ask you, uh, will you commit yourself as family and friends uh, to support and encourage these parents as they endeavor to fulfill their responsibilities to their child? If so, say, we will. Wow, y'all got all the support you need there. Thank you. You're the babysitters. <laughs> okay. That's right. Exactly.
So we're just going to start down the line and do one child at a time. Is she beautiful or what? <laughs> this child is a church child. She's here more than me. <laughs> so we're going to dedicate her to the Lord. Quinn, I dedicate you to Jesus in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I pray, dear God, that Quinn will grow up early to know you and, Lord, to give her life to you as her Lord and Savior. I pray blessings over this family, Lord, so committed to you and the, the work of the church, and I pray that God that... Uh, you would help them as they endeavor to raise their children, Lord, these girls, to know you and love you. And, Lord, they do. Some of their children have come, all their children have come to know you early, and we're believing that Quinn will as well. So, God, will you bless her? And, Father, will you fill this family with the hope and joy that comes in knowing Jesus in your name? Amen. I wanted to hold her today. special. <laughs> Father, we dedicate Emery Deshawn in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Father, what a beautiful creation that you've made. You've given him an identity. You knit him together in his mother's womb. You have a plan and a purpose for his life. And I pray, Lord, that he goes through the journey of life, that he will discover who he is in you and what you've called him to do. And so, Father, thank you so much for him, for his parents. Father, we just dedicate him to you, and may one day he accept you as his personal Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We've got two here. Look at these guys. Yeah. So, what was his name? Handsome. Doesn't he look handsome? What are, you thinking? what are you thinking of that tie? Brock, I want to dedicate you to Jesus. Is that okay? Father, I dedicate Brock to you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. God, I'm so thankful for these young men, Lord, that, that this family has brought to you today, and they've committed their lives to you, and they've committed to raise their boys to uh, serve you. So I pray for Brock right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we dedicate him to you. I pray that he early would come to know you and follow you, Lord, and know who you are in a personal way, Lord. And I'm not saying he doesn't maybe already know that, but God, I'm praying that he will grow up to serve you, and I just pray blessings over him, his parents, Lord. They're just, uh, Father, what a neat family, and God, we're so honored to be a part of their lives today, and Lord, this very special moment, and I thank you uh, for what you're going to do in Brock's life, in Jesus' name, amen. equally handsome as your brother and I know you're gonna have your hands full when you know these sibling things but 
We're going to dedicate you to the Lord. Camden, I dedicate you to Jesus in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, believing God that one day Camden will kneel and accept you as his Lord and Savior. Father, I pray that he will grow up to understand you and that, uh, God, that he will know who you are. And I pray, Father, that that he will just serve you the remainder of his life, Father. We just pray, God, that you would be with these parents who are enthusiastic to be here today, God, and, and excited about dedicating their children to the Lord. I pray that you would help them and empower them to be the parents that you uh, they desire to be and you want them to be. And so we thank you for these two boys and this family, Lord. We're grateful they're part of Salem Fields, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. looking good there, Blake. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're just getting used to Buddy and Blake here together. Let's, let's, let's pray for Blake. Father, we dedicate Blake in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Father, we place him into your hands. We know, Lord, that you have a purpose and a plan for his life. And, Father, already you have uh, been working in his life. And, Father, with his... <laughs> it's going to be a preacher. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, we know that Blake has an upcoming surgery, and we know that you are the great physician. We have confidence and faith in you, Lord, <laughs> that even if he eats a microphone, that these things are going to be in your hands. And so, Father, we thank you so much that we can place our confidence in you. And we place Blake in your hands, and we dedicate him wholly and completely to you, that one day he would grow up and accept you as his personal Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I don't know if that's... Okay, well, we got to move on now, Blake. <laughs> Isaiah Lewis Clark. Wow. Father, in the name of Jesus, we dedicate Isaiah Lewis Clark to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Father, we, we just uh, thank you so much for this couple, Lord. We've watched them grow and mature and be the people of God you want them to be. Now, Lord, they desire for uh, Isaiah to be the man of God that you want him to be. So, God, we pray you wrap your loving arms around him. We pray that he'll come to early to know you uh, as his Savior and, God, that he will serve you all the days of his life. Father, what a great uh, opportunity we've had today to dedicate babies to Jesus. And we thank you for Isaiah and this family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen Isaiah. He was excited when he came in today. All right. Any other children here, parents here that maybe didn't sign up but like your child to be dedicated? It's a great time to do it because we're all here. We got somebody in the back. Come right on up. We got you covered. I think they could probably, you guys could probably go down and then we'll do the second round. God bless you guys. All right, here comes mom and dad. Anyone else? 
Come right on up if you are interested. Yes. Hey, Brad, I brought bringing my little book back, please. You ready, guys? Look, you get a bra- oh, it's very special. So the Bible says, then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. Jesus said, let the little children come to me. And do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And we just believe that children are very, very important here at Salem Fields Community Church. And so we don't want to hinder their growth in you. And we believe this is a, or in the Lord. And we believe this is a step for you and your child. So, guys, in presenting this child for dedication, you signify not only your faith in Christ, but also your desire that she may early know and follow the will of God, may live and die a Christian, and come unto everlasting blessedness. Now, so, this is your part. So in order to attain, to attain this uh, end, it will be your duty as parents to teach her early the fear of the Lord, which you're doing that by being here today, and I know that you guys are part of Salem Fields, and uh, to teach her early the fear of the Lord, to watch over her uh, and not allow her to be led astray, to direct her youthful mind to the scriptures, and so just not in church but at home as well, and, uh, and that you will direct them Uh, to understand the importance of church, to restrain her from evil associates or evil habits, as much as it's in your ability to do, raise her up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. If you will do that, say, we will. Amen. Oh, congregation. Isn't she beautiful? Oh, yeah. If I don't drop her. (laughs) Father, we dedicate Aiden to you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that you will bless this child, Lord, and this family. We pray, Lord, that she will grow, Aiden will grow up early to know you and love you and follow you. I pray blessings over their home. I pray for these parents. And, Lord, we're believing that one day Aiden will accept you as her Savior. God, I just thank you that we've had the honor today to be a part of these lives in a very special way as a church. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Aiden. Thank you. <laughs> but he needs a little practice in holding those babies, doesn't he? But he does a great job. Need... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, boy. Well, do you guys remember a couple of weeks back we had a series called Gone Fishing, right? 
and uh, it was awesome. And then after that, we had a little fishing derby out there. Watch this. I tell you why I can't find you. Every time I go out to your place, you gone fishing. Oh, you know. Well, there's a sign upon your door. Uh-huh. Gone fishing by a shady, weighty pool. Shangri-La. Really loud. <laughs> I'm wishing I could be that kind of fool. Shall I twist your arm? I'd say no more work for mine. Welcome to the club. On my door I'd hang a sign. Gone fishing instead of just a wishing. Good stuff. Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday to y'all, or as I like to call it, happy pumpkin spice season. How many of you have already divulged yourself into, yeah, I know I had pumpkin spice coffee this morning, so. Uh, welcome to San Fields. If you are a guest with us, welcome. Uh, we have a celebration service this morning, so uh, usually this isn't uh, what service looks like. We usually have three services, one Saturday night at 6 o'clock and then two Sunday morning at 9 and 11. But uh, we have a celebration service every now and then to really celebrate everything that God is doing in and through this community of faith. And so we're so glad that you have joined us here this morning. Uh, hopefully you got a program as you came in. Within that program is a connection card. Um, and so you can fill that out, uh, just a way that we can get to know you and uh, just really reach out to you. But more importantly, we would love for you to visit us at the first-time guest table. Uh, we have a free gift for you out there. Uh, and really just there will be somebody there to answer any questions that you have about the church. So really just want to encourage you to do that. And also during this time, we usually pull out our cell phones and we check into Facebook or, or uh, have a, post a tweet or an Instagram post just saying, hey, you know, I'm worshiping God here at Sandfields Community Church with some awesome people. And you should really check this place out uh, that makes a deep impact. So if you guys want to do that during this time, I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, we got a couple of things. Tonight, it is fireworks day, y'all. So we are absolutely excited about this. It uh, kicks off at 530. Uh, there's going to be food trucks. There's going to be games. There's going to be so much uh, to do. Also tailgating. So if you want to bring the grill out and just grill some food uh, back your tailgate, it's just going to be a blast. And so we really want to encourage you, bring all your friends, bring your neighbors, and we're just going to uh, really just celebrate the, the closing of, of summer out uh, really with a bang, so to speak. And so uh, really come be a part of that. It's going to be a great time. Uh, also coming up, we have a thing called Men's Advance that we do uh, every single year where uh, the men, they'll go away to a different place and, and really just get to spend time together, uh, just kind of get out of the normal day-to-day uh, they really just hang out. They have a lot of fun. Uh, they have some group time. They do some worship, and then they do some activities. But really want to encourage you, check that out. If you've never been, you will not regret it. Uh, every guy that we've ever had that's kind of been apprehensive, do I want to do this, and they make the, the step to do it, uh, they come back saying, you know what, I'm going to go back every single year, and they do. And so uh, there's a table out there. There should be somebody there that can answer any question that uh, you might have. But uh, the cost is up there. It's uh, $140, but that covers your stay, that covers your food. Um, and then obviously it's going to take place September 20th through the 22nd. So, again, there's a table out there. Answer any question that you have. Uh, and then also coming up next weekend, uh, we're relaunching some of our classes 
Uh, so we're going to have our community class. That's where you can kind of get to know the DNA of Salem Fields. I'll give you the rundown. Any question that you have, uh, it, uh, we used to call it our membership class, but now it's just a community where we really let you know everything that uh, Salem Fields is about, what we believe, our vision, our beliefs, all of it. So I want to encourage you, come check that out. Uh, also during that time as well, uh, we will have our spiritual disciplines class. So you can learn uh, things about reading the Bible, about praying, just really the spiritual disciplines to help you grow. Uh, we're also going to have a class at that time called uh, Gifts, which is you can discover your spiritual gift. And then also we have the fourth class at that time as well, which is uh, uh, learning your life's mission, which is really what is God calling you to. All four classes take place at the same time. We'll offer them once a month. But the first go-around is next Sunday, starting at 1 o'clock. Uh, there's going to be food, child care is provided, so I really want to encourage you guys to be a part of that. And at the end of that fourth class, you'll have an opportunity for membership uh, in order to become a, a member if that's something that you would like to do. Uh, again, I can answer any question that you have about any of that out at the table uh, after service. And so uh, now I really want to talk about and really just uh, celebrate this uh, group that we have launched called Celebrate Recovery. And so I'm going to have uh, Pastor Joe come on up here. Uh, he's going to tell you a bit more about that. But this is an absolutely amazing ministry that is happening here at Salem Fields Community Church. And uh, I tell you guys, get behind this, support it, be a part of this, because uh, this is really where a lot of lives are going to be changed. Joe. Thanks, Rich. If I could get my leaders that are here that went through the leadership training to come up on stage with me at this time. Um, this was a culmination of a three-year process in my life, but a little over a year, we're really good. We took like a year to do a 12-week program. I'm just kidding. It's, you know, by book it's 12 weeks, but it takes a lot longer than that. Uh, these people that are coming up now gave up a night a week out of their life to learn the system of Celebrate Recovery, what it takes to be a leader, and, you know, what the program is all about. And at the center of all this program is about Jesus. It's not about we're better than you. We learned how to do this. It's kind of like that old hair club for men commercial. Not only am I the president, I'm also a client. So we've learned to admit that we're powerless to control and manage our lives. And I mean, I'm telling you guys, that the, it's almost laughable at this point where I'll hear people say, man, I'd love to come, but I just, I don't have any addictions. And the best response I heard to that before was somebody said, I'll challenge you to that. You're addicted to believing lies. And it's true. Everybody has a hurt habit or hang up. It's not just drugs and alcohol, guys. It's something in our lives that holds us back from where God really wants us to be. Thursday nights, 7 p.m., child care is provided. So I'm taking away that excuse. I don't have a babysitter. Yeah, we've got one for you. Come on in. I, I can't stress it enough. I mean... Whatever your excuse is, move that day of work, move that meeting, move whatever you have, come to our meeting. I feel that passionate about it. There is true freedom in being able to say, I'm healed from this. God delivered me from this, this group. It's like, you know, I talked a couple weeks ago during our meeting about the reason I like the gym I go to is the people around me that spur each other on and keep us accountable and push us towards the goal. It's exactly what we have here at Celebrate Recovery. You have a group of people that you can do real life with. And, I mean, yeah, we bleed on each other sometimes. We hurt together, but we fight together harder than anything. And I just beg anybody, if it, your heart's pounding right now, you're not sure. If you're not sure, just come. We'll figure it out because I know the answer already. 
You need to be there. Anybody want to say anything? We're good? All right, so, you know, I didn't want to let a moment pass that was uh, important. And, you know, I've experienced meeting people from my past, and I'll say, hey, man, did you ever think I would run a recovery meeting? And they're not shy about it. They're like, man, there's no chance I ever thought you'd be the one to run a recovery meeting. And that's Jesus is all it is, and that's what I tell them. Well, I have somebody very near and dear and special to me that August 19th may have just been another day for everybody else in this room. But I here have a one-year sobriety coin for my man, Mark Hare, right here. Stand up. Come on, that's a year of sobriety, guys. Well, I got it, I guess. Well, I'm a faithful believer in Jesus Christ, and uh, uh, obviously I struggled with an alcohol addiction, and I am now celebrating more than a year, uh, thanks to Jesus Christ, and my name is Mark Ayer. That was a celebration recovery. That is how we introduce ourselves, and if you'd like to come out and be a part of that and get to join into what Jesus can do for your life, just please come Thursday nights, and we'll be there, and we'll do everything we can do to support you, and let Jesus take the wheel. Thank you, guys. All right, well, it's time for baptisms. Right, Kelly? Show enough. So these brave people are going to be baptized today, but first they're going to give a testimony. So we're going to turn our attention right down here towards the pool. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Uh, we, we, today's an awesome day. What a turnout of people. And we're celebrating what God's doing um, in all kinds of different ways. And, and there's a, a group of us that are celebrating by baptizing. And uh, we're excited to do that. Not everybody, we offer the opportunity for people to give a testimony, but it's not required. So some folks will and some folks won't. But at the end of the day, each person is committed to following Christ. And each person is, is absolutely sold to uh, doing it in community together, which is what baptism is all about. You know, part of what we talked about is baptism doesn't save you. It's just a mark to join the community and tell everybody I'm with you and you're with me. And so that's what's exciting about that. So we have quite a few. Um, I'm excited today. It's very, very good. We're going to start with Patty. Thank you. They're right about that heart beating thing. <laughs> uh, when I was born, the doctor came out and told my father, my mother and I were not going to make it through birth. They christened me quickly, and another doctor stepped in, and by the grace of God, we both survived. Fast forward 12 years ago, when both my husband and my mother passed away within a year each, each other. It was the worst decision of, to ever make to tell the doctor to turn off the machines on the man you've loved since middle school. It carries a lot of guilt and fear that I let him down. I knew I wanted to be baptized, to see them again in heaven, and I got baptized a month later in a river by a pastor friend. This time, I want to get baptized for the right reasons, because I know God better, and he is here with me today and with my church family at Salem Fields. I came to this church so distraught as such an introvert, believe it or not. <laughs> I listened to the sermons. I even had Pastor Betty say, I can be a greeter and not be shy. 
get on out there and smile, he said. And then I became an usher. And wait till you see my next duties in the parking lot. <laughs> I'll welcome you all for sure. And I'm so pleased to have Pastor Buddy and brand new pastor and dear friend Priscilla baptizing me today. This warms my heart. I joined Bible studies and I made lifelong friends here. I joined other Bible studies and made even more. Bible study Beth is, is reeling us in, teaching us all of the fascinating stories of the Bible. These women prayed for me and with me. It's funny how your circle of friends changes as you get closer to God. You weed out the ones that cause strife and pull you down. These women here raise me up. My family has always been my rock, my sisters and brothers, especially Tommy, who was there a thousand percent. But learning about God and knowing I am going to see him and my loved ones once again comforts me like no other. I believe in Jesus and I thank him for listening to all my prayers and welcoming me into his heart. And I thank Salem Fields Community Church for teaching me all about Jesus as I continue my spirit growth. Okay, today's an awesome day. I've characterized myself as a distracted Christian over the years of my life. Distractions from growing in my faith and my relationship with our Father. Things like the grind of work, commuting up and down 95, do I hear an amen? amen. Distractions of awful sin and regret. Knowing that outside our church and fellow Christians, you need to go out of your way to get distracted into the word of God and his love and grace. Oftentimes, an unfortunate reality for me. For me, it was like three steps forward and one step back. Even though I still have worldly distractions, God's blessed me with the church in the friendship and mentorship of Buddy. I'm shaking like a leaf, but I'll get through it. He's helped me in my spiritual maturity and confidence with my fellow Christians. Like through my small groups, a quick shout out, shout out to Peter, Mary, Nikki, Mike, and Steve, and my lovely wife, uh, Mindy. And lastly, Buddy married me and Mindy a little over a year ago, and she's truly my spiritual and soulmate. I love you. Buddy, it's because of you and the grace of God that I'm here today. Today's baptism, I wash away the filth of sin, regrets, and past luggage. I surrender, I surrender deeply in my relationship with our Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit today. I become stronger Christian, distracted only by the God's love and grace. Through faith, I also become a stronger husband, father, and grandpa, and I want to say hi to my family in California, and I love that they took the time to be with me today. God bless you all. All right. Caleb. I went to camp with Salem Fields and asked Jesus to come into my heart. There we go. <laughs> Katie? I love Jesus and wanted him to come in my heart. So that's time conscious right there. That's good. <laughs> Elizabeth, let's see. I think we have Audrey. Yes. 
I was baptized when I was six, and I knew what baptism meant and who Jesus was, but I didn't really have a relationship with God. Once I started middle school, a lot of things were harder for me, and I started to pray more and read my Bible to seek help from God. After camp this summer, I was very touched by the messages the pastor shared, and I decided to rededicate my life to Christ and grow in my relationship with God. got this. I'm with you. I get to go and take it. Okay. All right. On August 12th, on August 12th, 2019, I was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer. The very next day, I met with my oncologist and she prepared me for the worst and the best reading um, regarding my diagnosis. On August 12th, I had a biopsy done and on August 16th, I had surgery. There are many tests done that either had a positive or negative result. By the grace of God, all my results came back negative. Um, today I stand cancer-free. I know that it's, this is just the beginning of my journey and that I'm not alone. Sorry. <laughs> all right. I know that this is just the beginning of my journey and that I'm not alone. For God will see me through this. For years, I've been working at Salem Fields Learning Center, and every time the celebration services came around, I've asked, are you ready to get baptized? <laughs> and every time I've said no, I feel like it's my time. The moment has come for this is just the beginning of my testimony, and I'm excited to have God, my family, and my friends by my side. Amaya. Oh, okay. So this is Amaya. Um, man, the... That whole section is like a big family right there. So it's, it's a, not just one. Everybody's going. So Maya says, I remember when my mom told me that the doctor said that I wouldn't be able to walk or run. All, um, but years later, I was able to walk, and now I've ran in several marathons. That's strong. All right. There you go. Thank you, Maya. Jaslyn. Oh, you got me. Okay. Designated spokesmodel. Jaslyn says, my mom had cancer, and now she does not, and I know that was because of God. Rock on. That was very good. Yes. Zamir. Oh, me too, huh? Okay. <laughs> Apparently, I'm related to everybody, so that's all right. All right. Zamir says, I prayed to God before taking my very first SOL because I was so nervous. My prayers were answered when I received my SOL score, and I did really good. That, that does, that's a good for baptism. There you go, Zamir. Thanks. Kaleem, you got it, man. It is game time. Your shirt says it all. <laughs> Kaleem says, I prayed to God when my papa had heart surgery, and I wanted him to be able to do the things like chop wood and everything that he used to do with me before his surgery. So far, my papa is the same papa, and I thank God. <laughs> Davion.
My papa had heart surgery, and we prayed to God that he made it through the surgery, and he did. God answered my prayers. Yes. Thank you. I believe. <laughs> okay. Uh, Keisha says, being a single mother of three kids, God has blessed me by allowing me to provide for them. He granted me the joy and happiness of being able to buy my first house for my children and herself. All the obstacles that were placed in front of me, God gave me the strength to leap over them and overcome them. Praise the Lord. Lucas and Scotty. Hold on. Yeah, I threw a curveball. Hi, guys. I'm going to read this for my son, Lucas. His testimony is when he was in Miss Habaker's class in kindergarten, he heard everybody talking about Jesus and knew that he wanted him in his heart. So he's going to do that today with dedication. I'm going to do it. I'm going to dedicate today's baptize as well. And um, I guess history for me is I never really grew up around church growing up. Um, I'm going to make this very short. I met, I met a wonderful woman who brought me back. Came to this church, this church, I've been at this church for about 15 years. It's been a foundation for us and my family. Um, and I've just always not really felt worthy or felt like I had to do a certain thing to get baptized. And uh, I realize that that's not, uh, I realize it's a different story for that. And uh, I'm just thankful that, uh, I guess the verse keeps ringing in my head this morning is, thank God he leaves the 99. It's time to hear. Thank you. Thank you, Lucas. And last but not least, Everett. When, when my grandpa died, um, I, I let God into, into my heart, and I trusted him to take care of me. All right. We've got just uh, one more, and again, Pastor Buddy tells us uh, often, so you know, we have different modes of baptism, um, and so we're able to accommodate different folks, and so Natalie is coming forward. Um, Natalie was discipled by Pastor Michelle and has gone through quite a bit physically, and so with help and with prayer, she's been healed forever, and she says that, I mean, that's an amazing story and something that I'd love for her to be able to tell herself someday. So we're going to bring her forward and start our baptisms and then go from there. Thank you. Thank you. 
folks, if you get this, hello. If you want to, you guys can all gather around the pool. You're welcome. Stand up and celebrate. Come around the pool. Come on. Yeah. 
today. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children said, Amen. These folks that we just celebrated, they're being faithful to God's call on their lives. And that's an amazing thing, and that's why we're here today to celebrate. But there's also some amazing things that God has been doing in Salem Fields, um, really on a kind of regular basis, on a, on a daily basis. A call to be faithful where we are in our community and to, to help others, to serve others. And so this summer, um, we had an awesome group of folks who gave a, a couple hours of their time each week to serve at um, what's called the Kids on the Go Summer Free Lunch Program right here in um, Spotsylvania County. And so if you don't know anything about that, this program, it basically provides free lunches three days a week for anybody and everybody, especially kids during the summertime. Because sometimes during the summertime, kids don't get the lunches that the schools would provide. So we had a team of people, including Cherie Racky. So everybody say hi to Cherie. And Cherie's going to talk a little bit about, she's going to share um, where she saw God as she was part of that team serving on Wednesdays as far as the free lunch program. Hi, everyone. Um, she said, I'm Cherie Racky. And um, we did, we had a great team from Salem Fields that kind of took over the library on Wednesdays. And it was wonderful to see. We had um, families come in pretty regularly. So some of the benefits I know for me where I really got to know some of the families, um, I, there what the spirit happened, like, was just amazing. All I can say is, like, there were times, I have to say, I'm not a person who, like, stands on the street with a sign saying, go Jesus, go Jesus. You know what I mean? I try, I share, but I just, I'm very, um, what's an introvert? I'm a very introverted person. So, it, but the spirit just opened so many opportunities where people would just ask, well, where are you from? Well, I'm from Salem Fields. And they'd be like, oh, I drive by there every day. And then, I was able to share about the movie um, opportunities, and that was really exciting. And so over the course of the summer, I got to know families. I got to share um, a lot of things. I got to share my testimony a couple of times briefly. It was wonderful. And then I was very encouraged by other things, like do we have teenagers in here? Everybody, any teenager, go hoot hoot. Because I saw these teenagers that were there were just amazing. You could just see the love for the kids, and um, it was it was just, I was so encouraged by the whole thing, and I got an opportunity to, I'm a reading specialist, if you guys don't know that, and I got to see one of my students from several years ago who I thought dropped off the face of the earth, like, they left on a Wednesday night and never came back, and I didn't know what was going on, and she came back, and I got to see her, and it was a great reunion, so wonderful things happened through the program, I highly encourage it, again, it was through the food bank, so, oh, and I forgot to mention, I got a big thing of Kit Kats, as a thank you, that's, you know, you can't go wrong there. So, all right. So thank you for letting me share. Thanks so much. And there's, there's lots of opportunities to serve, to be connected, to really see God at work right here in our community and to really pour forth the love that he's given us and the grace that he's given us. And, um, and also, if you didn't know, um, Salem Fields also has... I would say world-class, award-winning, quiz, Bible-quizzing teams. And I'm going to ask um, those folks, uh, Howard and Tammy, if you would con come on up, and your team members. Uh, we bo have both a children's Bible-quizzing and a youth Bible-quizzing program here. And um, these are amazing kids. They study hours and hours on end. They know scripture probably better than most of the pastors here, I'd have to say. <laughs> um, but it's amazing that uh, they've really dedicated their time and also done really, really well in competitions here. So um, 
There we go. I'm going to give Tammy the opportunity to share a little bit about their program. Trev, that side. Bucky, that side. <laughs> okay, we got everybody settled now. All right, so um, I get the privilege to work with both with both uh, programs. We have um, a program that is age appropriate for children from first grade through fifth or sixth grade, um, and that is what I'm going to talk about mostly today. Andy and I meet with these guys um, every Sunday at 11, um, and we study a book of the Bible. Last year we studied Acts, that's right. Last year we studied Acts. They memorized lots of verses from Acts and read all of the stories that we don't typically read anymore. And, um, and then they went and competed against other churches in Virginia uh, on their knowledge of Acts. And they all did amazing. They all got medals. It was fabulous. Um, Howie, raise your hand, Howie. Howie, this is Howie's first year in quizzing. And he uh, qualified to go to Boston to, um, to our regional quiz event. And he got to quiz against children's quizzers from Maine to Virginia. Um, and he got gold level, which is the top, and gold all-star, sorry, gold all-star, which means he didn't miss one single question the entire tournament. Also... Also, there are about 20, there are 20, right, memory verses? There are 20 memory verses that the children's quizzers are responsible for learning. Faith learned a lot of them. Howie learned all 20 of them. And so he got a special award at, at regionals for that too. So we are super, super excited. We're starting next week on the book of Genesis. So uh, both quizzing programs go in a cycle of what books we study, and we're back to the beginning of the cycle. So we're starting with Genesis. So if you have a first to fifth grader um, or a first to sixth grader, come and talk to me, and we can scoot you right in at the beginning, okay? Thanks. Um, my name is Bucky Wentz, um, and I work with Tammy um, on Tuesday nights with Journey. Um, she coaches the JV, which is basically middle school age, and I do the uh, varsity, which is basically high school age. And um, Kelly down here at the end, and Aaron and Brandon and Trevor all competed last year in the JV division. And um, yes, and Sarah's joining us this year. She's moving up. <laughs> she just did. We started two weeks ago. And Seth down here at the very end, he competed along with another group from uh, Northern Virginia in the varsity division because we only had him, just the one quizzer here. Um, but Seth's team... Uh, in the varsity division finished, we competed at different levels here locally in the state uh, district on the field, as you mentioned, going up to Boston and then also nationally. Uh, Seth's team in the state finished second this year, which was really awesome. And then he also individually finished ninth. And then his team placed fifth at the regional level. Um, Virginia took three teams in each division, and we finished uh, second, third, and fifth in the varsity division. So. And then uh, Aaron and Brandon and Trevor's team, they finished uh, fourth place at the district level, and Aaron finished fifth place individually, but they both qualified to go on to the next level, uh, at the uh, field level, to go to Boston. Um, Aaron's team finished first, Brandon's team finished second. Uh, Virginia took first, second, and third in that division, actually. And Aaron finished seventh individually. 
and none of these guys were on the team, but we also take a team to the national tournament in Phoenix, was this past year in July. Um, the, the, every other year, it's only varsity level, and it's only two teams from each field, so 12 kids from Maine all the way down to Virginia. Virginia took nine of those 12 from our field, which was really awesome. But then uh, they can be at two different levels, um, at A and B level. The A division took uh, third place, uh, excuse me, first place for the third year in a row, and the B division took first place for the fourth year in a row. So that was really awesome. And Bucky got to coach that B division team. Um, oh, just about what scripture they learned. There's about 831 verses in John. Um, you, we call memorization basically being able to quote it perfectly without any prompting or any help. Seth almost got there. He's like the next level down. But basically, they, we have a prompterizer where he puts the first a letter of every word. So it looks like a jumbled mess if, to the untrained eye. But through that, he's able to quote the whole book of John just from seeing those first letters. And then Aaron... <laughs> In the children's quizzing, there's only 20 memory verses. In, uh, in uh, teen quizzing, there's about 100. Um, and Aaron had all of those memorized perfectly last year. So in closing, if you have any students who want to join us, as she said, children's quizzing is just starting up, and we're only two weeks in. So this is a perfect time to join if you have any interest in doing that. Sunday's for them, and Tuesday journey for these guys, so you don't have to come to church an extra day. And the competitions are on Saturday. Yes, yes. You don't have to have done this level to do this level. All right. Thank you. All right, Michelle, come on down. We got one more thing we want to talk about here that we've been doing recently. Thank you, Jody. So I am up here and I have Heather here and Rainey with me to talk to you about something really awesome that we started last year, which was we did a mentoring program at Smith Station Elementary School. As if anyone kind of works with kids or knows anything about kids nowadays, they're struggling. A lot of kids out there are hurting, they're struggling for tons of different reasons. And they just need some extra love. They need that extra person in their life cheering for them and pouring into them. And so we started that program at Smith Station. It went amazing last year. Heather was one of our mentors. Rini oversaw the program. So I would love to have them share a little bit about it with you because they're going to be able to speak from the heart and kind of tell you a little bit about their experience because God really did some awesome things through this program last year. <laughs> so last year I volunteered with Aspire. I knew when they were asking for volunteers, God was nudging me, like I'm sure he's nudging a few of you in the room. I was raised by a single mom, and I can tell you that this program is a tremendous asset to Smith Station. We can't just rely on our teachers, librarians, and coaches, and various other people that are come in contact with our kids on any given day to build them up. Don't get me wrong, they all do a wonderful job. But what a wonderful place would it be if we all invested a little more? Nothing ever invested in a child is ever lost. Working with these kids was a blessing for sure for me. While getting to know my buddy, I asked her what the highlight of her week was, and she said Wednesday because she knew she would get to see me and spending time doing something fun. This broke my heart and made me happy at the same time. I knew volunteering was going to be a sacrifice of time, but I'm promising that It'll be more than worth it to know that you're the highlight of some child's week. Oh my God. 
and for and for many a much needed constant so please take the time to volunteer with me yes and uh, that's good job and I want to tell you something about this woman she has four she has four boys at home that she homeschools and she still finds time to volunteer four kids at home that she homeschools um, um, I had the privilege of coordinating the program and I don't know about you guys but Spotsylvania has opened the door for us to go into the schools I mean I mean when else have we ever had an opportunity since they took prayer and everything out of the schools where they're actually asking for our help so we need to we need more mentors we we can only mentor as many kids as we have mentors for so we have a list they have a list at the school of kids waiting for us to have mentors so we do it on Wednesday afternoons from 3:30 to 4:30 you're there a little over an hour you don't have to do anything but be this kid's friends. We do fun things. We play games. We have uh, people come in and do things uh, with us, like teach us how to play chess or show some self-defense. And you don't have to do anything but be there and be the kid's friend. So I would encourage you, we're going to start up again in October. And they, like I said, they already have a list of kids for us, but we need mentors. So um, come see me. Come see Heather. If I can get up here out of my comfort zone to wrangle you guys in, you can definitely make it out there. Yes, this was, this was definitely out of our comfort zone. And it's just, I mean, I have seen not only the kids grow, but I've seen my mentors grow tremendously this last year that worked with the kids. So if you need, uh, would like more information, um, we have a table out there over by the children's check-in where someone will talk to you about it. Or if you want to sign up and just so we can send you emails and let you know um, what's going on. Like I said, we have a list of kids, but we need more mentors. Thank you. Yes, and I just want to say to those of you that did mentor, we had eight mentors this last year. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. It really was an incredible program. We saw these kids grow. As Rini said, we saw the mentors grow, and it was just awesome. And I've worked with kids now long enough. I can attest, you will grow too. It will be worth it, and these kids need it. Our kids need it, and the opportunity to be able to come into the school is just so special. So thank you to those that gave their time last year, and if God is nudging your heart today, please just come talk to us about it, because we'd love to help and reach as many kids as possible as we can through this program. All right. I don't know if you're aware, but we have we just had a missions uh, team in Guatemala. They got home bright and early this morning in the wee hours of the morning. They had some challenges this time, but God was really, really good, and uh, he pulled them through. So watch this from college. Hey, everybody. We're on our way back from Guatemala. We just finished up our trip there. We're traveling from Zacapa to the airport right now, and it's been quite a week. The we all came into this trip with some expectations and plans, and uh, even some of us had some fears. And uh, God changed all of that. He, uh, he helped us face the fears. Uh, he changed our plans. And uh, we realized that our expectations are not his expectations. And uh, the most important thing is, is that we were able to serve Christ. And uh, we've uh, forged some pretty strong relationships with uh, some uh, folks here in uh, Guatemala. So uh, we all look forward to uh, getting back to you soon, and uh, we will see you then. God bless everybody. Candy Stewart, are you here? Come on up, Candy. Uh, a lot of times I'll get emails from you guys, 
and you'll say, here's what I'm dealing with, here's what I'm struggling with, and I always love those because I have opportunity to kind of interact with you about what's going on in your life. And Candy did that very thing about uh, something that was going on at her work quite a while back. And uh, it's been a pleasure, it's been an honor to be able to walk with her on her journey of, uh, in the workplace. And so she's going to share, I asked her if she would share a little bit here this morning about that. Go ahead, Candy. Thank you. This has really been an amazing service. It's the first time I've been to one. And all of you guys that were shaking when you're hearing your testimony, I'm about to be there, okay? So give me some support here. Um, so I, I'm, I think what God wanted me to tell you about was my journey with tithing. It has to do with my work, though. It's kind of a weird thing. I started tithing about five years ago. It's really kind of hard to give that trust up to God, you know, to, to, to know that he's going to take care of you financially. What I didn't realize is he would take care of other things in my life. So I started tithing. Financial was great. About that time, my, a work relationship that I had went downhill. I can't even tell you why. It's somebody that I love. Um, I've always, we've always had a great relationship, but it went downhill to the point where I hated going to work. I, I, just, I just, it was a very, very distressful period for me. And so I was praying about it. Um, I, I asked, um, I, I, well, what I did was I said, hey, I'm just going to go get another job. So I sent my, my application out, and God said, no, I don't think that's what, what I want you to do. And I started praying about it and said, if you can't make me a new job, make me happy at the job that I'm in. And so give me the opportunity to be happy. Give me the opportunity to do what you want me to do. And so over time... I just became happy. It was a much better situation. I realized that I didn't, wasn't dependent upon them for what made me who I am. I'm dependent, dependent upon God. God is, is who makes me who I am. I don't have to worry about what they think about me. So, cut to last year. Last year, we, we, it did not improve my relationship. Agreeing, you know, God making my life happier at work did not improve my relationship with this person. But cut to last year. I'd been praying about it. I'd been blessing her, praying blessings on her, praying, praying financial improvement for her, uh, praying for ways to make things better. And I'm sitting in the service over there in my regular spot. Buddy was preaching. And uh, he came up with these action words. I think the, uh, the, the title of the series was Don't Be Fooled. And what I wrote down was, I was, you know, what... Walk what I believe. Walk what I say I believe. Weave God's word into the detail of my everyday life. Living it changes me. And the question was, are you loving those people that you, you can't get along with? And I was thinking in my head, am I doing that with this person? Am I really loving her? And I thought, well, you know, I think I am. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. I'm, I, you know, with God's help, I'm continuing to love her the way I think I'm supposed to love her. I got a text from her that very moment and she said I have treated you horribly and I want you to forgive me I'm very sorry and I'm telling you it was a game changer you talk about a miracle that was a miracle so I could say a lot about it our relationship has definitely changed there's three of us in the office we all talked about how oh, I'll pray for you here, I'll pray for you there, I'll pray here, I'll pray there. One day God put it on my mind to say, why are we praying separately? Why don't we just pray together? So now every morning before work, this person, 
this woman that I had a very contentious relationship with who couldn't even look at me without disdain. She and I and another person step back into an office and we have a prayer. We pray for each other. We pray for accountability. We pray for a hedge of protection around everybody that's in our building. We pray for our families. And we've seen, I'm telling you, it's miracles. I have seen small miracles. And I believe that all this goes back to the fact that I trusted God with what's going to happen. During that time period, the verse that, that I, I was just opening the Bible and sticking my hand on a verse, the verse was Exodus 14, 14. You don't have to fight. I'm going to fight for you. You just do what you're supposed to do. Move forward. And that's what God did. I'm telling you, it's a miracle. And so that's my wow God story about work. So. Good job. All right. One more testimony that we want to share. My good friend, Mike Stafford over here. Everyone say, hey, Mike. Well, I'm a living miracle, too. Years ago, I was, uh, got a doctor's opinion that I had a brain tumor. It got to be benign, but it's still there. It took the hearing in my left ear. Uh, I have a tremor in my left hand and I had headaches at the time. Before I went for the, the uh, radiation surgery, I came to the church and the pastors anointed me with oil and preached, uh, prayed over me. And I had the surgery, it worked pretty well. Uh, up until about uh, July of this year and uh, I couldn't stand up anymore. It kept falling over, uh, got foggy, didn't understand what was going on. Uh, the doctors diagnosed it as uh, fluid on the brain. So I went in, had a lumbar tap. Uh, the doctor planned a surgery, put a shunt in my, my brain, run a line down in my stomach and let it drain out. Went to the hospital. I'm giving you the short version here. <laughs> went to the hospital, on the gurney, uh, got a needle in my hand for the uh, uh, medication to be put in. Cap on, big uh, uh, thing around me that inflates with warm air so I wouldn't be uh, cold. Doctor comes in to talk with me and he had the wisdom to ask me if I could walk. I told him I'd been trying to walk, so he said, show me. So. I got up and walked, not real well, but I didn't fall down. And he said, I've never seen anything like this. We're not going to do the surgery. Well, I was glad to hear that. So thank God for looking out for me. Uh, God bless all of you, and I hope God wraps you in his warmth and his goodwill. Well, uh, we have just a couple more things. I know, like, it's, uh, we have a lot of stuff uh, that we're celebrating. Our church is alive and well, and a lot more alive and well it is, the more you have to celebrate. So we have some discipleship people that we're going to invite to come up. If you discipled someone, uh, and if you were discipled, if you'd come right on along uh, with uh, right now, that would be great. And, uh, okay, so you're a disciple person here.
Come right on with you. If you were discipled, come right on up here. morning or afternoon. I guess we're there yet. I just had the privilege of discipling Laura this um, past few months, and I just want to say really quick, she's amazing. She worked so hard and fought through just, just a lot of daily life distractions that if we want to, if we let them, they get in our way, um, but she didn't and she fought for that deeper relationship with Christ. And I would just encourage everybody, doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter how many years you've been walking with the Lord, whether it's two minutes or 50 years, we will never completely know Jesus on this earth because there's no way to know an infinite God. So I would challenge each one of you individually, personally, it's, it's our responsibility personally to dig deeper and forge that deeper relationship with Christ and then help others along the way too. And so I just want to give this little fancy certificate that she can frame and put with her other stuff or tuck in the Bible. And, and I'll just pray for her real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Laura and her desire to know you better, that she would uh, be that shining light in her family to inspire her children especially, but all those around her to grow deeper in their love and knowledge of you. And I just thank you for this opportunity. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Hello, my name is Alicia, and I had the privilege of discipling Edie. Uh, we met at Night to Shine, and she got plugged in with church, and we decided we would do um, the discipleship together. And it's taken us a little bit of time, but there's no time limit on it. Um, but I've seen her grow. I've seen our friendship grow, which, um, so thank you for being my friend. And um, so if you haven't had an opportunity to do discipleship, take that step. It's worth it. Can clap for her? Did you already do that? <laughs> well, Mark likes the limelight, and so he's up again. <laughs> uh, we have two uh, kind of levels of discipleship. The first level is kind of a basic Bible study where you just learn the fundamentals of what it means to be a Christian. And then we have another level that's called... Uh, it's, uh, it's a basic Bible study for the spirit-filled and sanctified life. And uh, so Mark and I met for a long time as well. Like Alicia said, no time limit. It takes a while. And it's more of a journey than it is a, like a, it's not just like you get in there and answer the questions. It's, a, it's kind of a journey where we help each other uh, to grow and not just answer the questions. And so uh, Mark has finished that. We just finished it this week, Mark. After 74 weeks. No, it wasn't that long. <laughs> but, Mark, congratulations, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, so, thank you, and uh, we appreciate it. And y'all can go sit down. Uh, anyway, uh, also, if you'd like to be disciples, they said, you could put that on your um, connection card in your program, and we will do our best to match you up and, uh, and so that you can go through the process. It's more than a process. It's a journey. It's a life-changing journey. We have the opportunity to present local pastor's license now. There's people that, two people in our congregation that uh, feel called to ministry, and uh, we have a certificate for them, and that certificate says uh, that this is a local minister's license to certify that um, Eric and Priscilla is licensed. Come right on up, Erica and Priscilla. Come right on up. 
uh, in the church of the Nazarene for one year, provided that their spirit and practice are such as become the gospel of Christ and his teachings correspond with the established doctrines of the Holy Scriptures is held by this church. By the order of the church board of Salem Fields Community Church and our recommendation of Gay and I, uh, given at Fredericksburg on this day, the first day of September. Is Eric here? Yes, come right on up. And Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, you pretty much said it, Eric. It has been an honor to watch your growth and uh, then to see God place this call on your life and you being uh, faithful to that and welcome home because you've been gone with your job for quite a while and uh, it's good to see you back here. You started out working with children and that was an incredible place for a big burly guy to be and because I'll tell you what, children need some strong uh, godly men in their lives today and so now to see you work with youth and how God's using you there. We present this to you, and we're so thankful to watch you on your journey. Congratulations. If you're on the uh, Salem Fields board, we'd like for you to stand too, just for just so they know. Uh, if you're on the board, just remain standing. Sorry, didn't do that earlier. But this is the board, part of our board. And uh, so, Priscilla, click. We present this local pastor's license to you. And it's a great honor. We've watched your journey, and it's been quite a journey. And uh, God's taken you through some, uh, some terrain over the time. And you've held firm, and God has blessed you and called you, and we're here to support you and do the, all that we can to make sure that you fulfill the call that God's placed on your life. Thank you. God bless you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. God bless you, buddy. Thank you, board. We appreciate that. And uh, we're going to take our tithes and offerings. You thought we forgot, didn't you? Uh, we, we don't forget the tithes and offering, uh, but we do appreciate your faithful giving. And at Salem Fields, there are several ways that you can give, and they're going to be on the screen in just a moment. Uh, and anyway, you can give uh, with a check made out to Salem Fields Community Church, or you can give cash as the buckets come by. Uh, you can also give with your debit card and your credit card. Out in the foyer, there's a couple, two or three kiosks. You can go online. If you're worshiping online today, we welcome you and you can give there as well. And uh, also, <clears throat> you can have it taken automatically from your checking account to the, to the church checking account as well. And also on your app. If you're a guest today, don't feel any obligation to give. Uh, but if you feel led to give, that will be fine as well. But we appreciate the faithful giving of the people of Salem Fields Community Church. I just want you to know that when you gave in the offering, all this happened. And I'll guarantee you there are many of you sitting here because you have never had the opportunity to come to a celebration service, you don't see uh, the fruit of all that goes on at Salem Fields. And it's been incredible what's gone on at Salem Fields. And that's because you support the ministry of giving. And so if you've never trusted God with your tithe and your offerings, uh, we would encourage you to do that. What is a tithe? It's the first 10% of all that God's blessed you with. So thank you for your giving.
can be seated. We're going to share communion together, and then we will um, be finished for today. Uh, but we don't want to just rush through this part, because this is one of the most important things that we can do. I just want to say to you, if you saw me texting back there, I wasn't texting in church. I was texting to the booth that, <laughs> that we were changing a couple things. So anyway, you have this. Everybody get their communion. If you didn't get one, we'd love to share that with you. It's a little thing that uh, it's, we call it uh, communion on the go. Uh, it's a portable. Here's one up front. If we could get some out, that'd be great. Um, got more? Yeah, over here. There's a couple on the front. Any over here? Yep, right over here's one. You need one? Yes, over here we need one. Uh, Devin, over here on this side when you're done. There's one. Kelly, Kelly, no, no. This is, uh, even though it's... Uh, it's uh, on the go. It's still sacred. And so we need one. Did you get one over here, Corey? We still need one over here. Thank you, sir. I wouldn't know if you was needing one or you had one. We got some more over here. Have you got any more? Y'all must have snuck in today. So this is a two-part kind of container. The first is a clear plastic, and you can take, uh, take that clear plastic off. And, uh, and then the second one is the, uh, kind of the pinkish color one representing the juice. Uh, at the appropriate time, you can take that off and so you don't spell it on yourself. But anyway, I had a nice little message all prepared, but I'm not going there. Uh, but I am going to talk to you just about the Bible and what we're talking about when we talk about communion. You know, communion is the greatest gift that's ever been given, uh, that gives us the opportunity for what it represents, the greatest gift. It's the greatest representation of the greatest gift that we've ever been given. And that gift is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ on the cross for our forgiveness of our sins. I've been given a lot of good gifts in my life, but no greater gift have I been given than the fact that my sins are forgiven. And the Bible says they're cast as far as the east is from the west, never to be remembered against me again. And, uh, and we do, when we take communion, what we're doing is we're remembering that great sacrifice, that great gift that God did, gave to us on Calvary's cross uh, when he died for our sins. We all deserve death, but because of God's gracious and wonderful love for us, he gave his life for us. If you've never received that gift, I'd like to encourage you right now at this very moment to just uh, ask Christ to forgive you of your sins 
and invite him into your heart to be your Savior. And uh, God will do that. The Bible says that we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. The Bible says we shall be saved. In other words, our sins are forgiven. And we receive that gift. And it's the greatest gift you will ever receive in your life. You might say, well, I'm not a member of the church, so can I take communion? You certainly can. If you have an appreciation for the shed blood, the sacrifice of Christ and his shed blood on Calvary's cross, and you've made that a part of your life today, you're welcome. This is not a Salem Fields table. This is God's table. He set this table for all of us. And you might say, well, I'm not worthy. Well, nor am I worthy. None of us are worthy. And that's because, and that's why Jesus died for us, to make us worthy, to celebrate today. And so we're going to do that. And, uh, and right now we're going to do it, okay? The Bible says on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. And he served it to his disciples. And he said, take this bread and eat it. And every time you do it, remember the price that I paid for your sins. And so what we're going to do right now is take our little piece of bread out of our little bitty container. And let's break that bread. And let's take it and give thanks. Father, thank you for your broken body. Let's take and eat. And then later, he took the cup. He didn't have to take the foil off, but he took the cup. <laughs> and he uh, said to his disciples, this is my blood that was shed for you. He said, take this and drink. And every time you do, remember, remember that I shed my blood for you. And may you take this now, may we take this together now, and may it preserve us all in our salvation may it preserve us blameless until the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ let's take and drink together Father we thank you for this celebration Father we thank you for all that's happened at Salem Fields Community Church over the last couple months Lord we celebrate and thank you Lord we thank you most of all not for all the activity but Lord we thank you for those who have given their life to Christ over the year, over the over the last couple of months, Lord, those who have uh, joined our community here, Father, and all that's happened here today, Lord, and God, we are anticipating tonight with this celebration, God, that it will continue from this service and tonight that this place will be filled with people, God, from all over our community, God, that there will be just countless numbers of people, Lord, that will come to our church, Lord, to these grounds, and Lord, may they leave here tonight knowing that this is a place where everyone is welcome. God, that this is a place where they can find hope and love, and God, that they can be restored in their relationship with you, and God, help us to be restored in relationship with each other. So, Father, thank you again for this great celebration, and we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor, and every person here says amen. amen. God bless you. Y'all have anything else? And as we close out, let's stand together. This is simply a declaration that those who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ says, this is what I believe. And as we go out into the world, they'll say, there's something different about you. And we will say it's because of this, our declaration of our faith in Jesus Christ. Father.
Amen. If you believe in the name of Jesus, let him know it. Amen. Amen. Hey, I just want to say, if you received Christ today or if you prayed that prayer and you invited Christ into your heart, but if, and you, or if you just want more information on how to become a believer in Jesus Christ, because I know that was quick, there's a table that said accepted Jesus. There's a pastor there, and we'd love to talk to you about that. And I just wanted to make sure that we didn't just blow by that. If you're a guest, wow, would we love for you to come back next week. Because we're going to have a great, great time next week. Our services are Saturday night, Sunday at nine, Saturday night at 6, and Sunday at 9 and 11. And I don't know if there's something else. <laughs> Fireworks. Thank you so much for what you've done here today. It's evidence that you exist and that we love you and that we've given our lives back to you today, Lord. We have celebrated, but it's all because of your son, Jesus. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory for everything that's happened here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, you guys. Come back next week. See you next time.